0: Here we are, Sports Meets Beer Podcast, episode 46, part two. This is your beer chronicles. We're going to talk a little bit about beer today. We've got uh, some upcoming news about Lagunitas, and we also sample our good friend and home brewer, Mr. Kevin Brink. He's got an amazing milk stout in front of us. We're going to try that, too. All this and more on Sports Meets Beer Podcast, episode 46, part two.
1: Want to drink it? Want to talk about
0: it? Yeah. Nah. I like Sports beer. Sports meets... Beer? Question mark? Hashtag? I'm Ben Perry, that's Brad Barmore. Episode 46, part two.
1: Number two.
0: Speaking of number two, <laughs> I'm back for part two. That's right, my friend Kevin Brink, across the table... He's my friend, my special friend, my beloved friend. Ooh. Welcome back to the show, my friend.
2: Would you say
1: that adding Kevin is a content dump? Speaking no. of number two?
0: No. These, no, it's, uh, a, it's the, a filler. These boom arms. We're Are talking about legit.
1: I've, I'm just chilling right now. Hands behind my head.
0: Legs I know. kicked out. Don't I have feel to hold like my mic. I am I'm... I'm I'm laying back like this in the chair and and like waiting for someone to say something crazy. So I can be like, what? (laughs) And grab the microphone like a shock jock.
1: Oh, nothing says good podcast content like visual humor. (laughs) Yes. Hilarious. Well,
0: apparently it works on SiriusXM, so why not?
1: Yeah. No kidding.
0: Oh, goodness. Well, uh, if you haven't listened to our uh, previous episode, 46 Part 1, we went uh, long and hard on uh, some NBA talk. Uh, brief moment of uh, some baseball talk, but really talked about uh, NBA playoffs. <clears throat> Kevin got in a timeout for two minutes on the microphone, so listen to that one. Check it out, and then look forward to part three, which has some sort of content that we to yet to be determined. Or is it? Ooh, <laughs> nice. Well, this is our beer segment. We're going to do this. Uh, we failed to mention that in episode or part one, we were drinking a beer from your tap from your from your restaurant. which we've reviewed on the show already we have but it's delicious
1: leo v ursas which they apparently have another beer coming out soon this is from firestone walker called versus same series different hot profile that they're saying is can every just, bit is good can
0: i just say i fucking hate those guys how good their beer is because it's, hard, it's, it's all good it's it's retarded how it's good not it all good
1: they have some stinkers
0: but not very many i don't love
1: the pivo the double uh, barrel, the, had the, the double, double barrel good. But, but not I think good. I
0: think you're in, in comparison though. You don't like it, but it's still like if that was just an ABC home brewery, Jack, right? that would be that's a great beer. It's actually a really good pivo pills. They got yeah the the, the 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 Union Jack and the New Jack City and whatever all that is. What was is. the double? Was it, Wookie uh, Jack? Wookie Jack. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of those. But I sold against those for a number of years, and it was pretty easy to poke holes in their pricing and availability. But there's the, the position they've had in the last three years For it luponic distortion that's pro- i'd probably that's sell my youngest son his birthday is tomorrow i'd probably sell it right now yeah he's a sell- keg of that. It, the, happy birthday son i just traded you for beer i i think that well, it's they're okay
2: i mean don't get <laughs> me wrong it's a full cake right right yeah
0: this isn't 15.5 we're talking 31 gallons yeah no no it's a full barrel full barrel a full barrel of beer
1: i i think you know they're I say entry-level because I can't really think, but, like, their, like, main line of things, like, their constant line... is ...is good, is unremarkable to good in most ways. There's not, like... But, like, you get beyond that, like, the 805 is great... The Luponic is awesome. This I think the
0: 805 is, is 805 is just a brand within itself. Parabola. Uh, it is yeah, something that, that, that level of stuff parabolas. Forget it. All that all that right. kind of stuff. That. But I think I think 805 specifically. Is, um, <clears throat> it's just one of those things where it does so much better on draft than it does in bottle and can. Um, but it's out everywhere, and I just feel like it, that's it. That's people don't realize it's Firestone Walker.
2: No, because that eight hundred five. It's eight hundred five. It's, it's, it it's much like
0: you know. Breakfast. You talk about the fat tire, mm-hmm. right? So everyone does, they want fat tire. Well, we've got this other beer. We got you know Citra No, but I, I like fat tire. I want. Fa- I like fat tire brewing company. It's like well, that's no, people. The right. consumer doesn't understand the difference. And, and how, I feel like. I mean, how long did they sell
2: their beer as you you know, bar un, under your bar name? You Who? Know? Oh, that
0: was Firestone. That was the yeah, that broke. was the
1: double barrel pale that they did that. They for did. A long that was,
0: time. They did a lot of brands a long time. And I, I used to Which hate that about was crazy. I didn't that. understand that. I know. devalue the brand. But, well, yeah. And <laughs> hello, walking into San Jose Brands. Oh, we sell our beer for anything to anybody, for any name. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, but it's one of those things where that's how they got their foot in the door. It is. And then they and began to. And they also a lot of money to But it's to also, they, you know, at that point, they they just came in. They were on the, the heels of a booming. Uh, and this is, we're obviously talking North Bay. North Bay beer. Yeah. Um, they were on the tail end of, of Racer Five exploding, and they're moving up to to Cloverdale and expanding their their how much their capacity. You're talking about the boom of Loganitas. You're talking about the resurrection of Sierra Nevada. It's really hard to get a stranglehold in this market. And that's a way to do it, I guess. And yeah. they just got their they had their name in there early, and they just they held they held strong, and they just, they weren't giving up, and they got their name out there, and they did it. And they're like, By but the did way, they
1: really get their name out there? Well, because when they got, they, the, the vendor, they got the they got the
0: familiarity your- to the to the brand. They got, they got, hey, we've, they, we make a good product, and then this is, hey, by the way, you know, this is what we've had before. Here's something, and here's a new offering. Because I
1: just, I think that, like, I look at that and I think, oh, these guys were making, you know, everybody's pale house, ale. house brands. We're making house brands, right? And this is probably, like, the wine country in me, I guess. But, like, oh, they're making house brands. Like, what else could they, you know, now they're trying to venture up. When really they've been making that caliber of beer forever, but yeah, why yeah. would I know that as the average consumer? Well, you, I, see, I, the you do, brand, I, I see the first brand, I see the first brand hit the shelf, and I'm like, but "Oh, we're they're also trying to venture out." We're further
0: think about. I mean, we're talking about. We have a hard time getting beer from Petaluma, from a brewery in Petaluma, right? Where there's limited availability. They're in Paso Robles, dude. They're down south, and where there's <clears throat> they don't have a necessity, a need to <clears throat> to have kegs out. There's not a big on-premise push down in Paso just for the. I mean, I've been down there yeah. in the last three years there's not a huge bar pub scene down there right but these
1: guys didn't come from like a just like a small like those guys these guys had big time aspirations from the jump these guys came from absolutely. money absolutely
0: and it just they just they knew the long play in this they knew that it was hey look like we make great beer let's just get let's just get our distribution network out there and pay the bills first right well, that, let's I'm make sell- sure the heat I'm and I'm the fucking power Joe's are bar. on and after that yeah. we'll make sure we put out our great fucking beer after it well no, I'm selling Joe's bar now
2: Joe's been buying my beer he's willing to put on another handle of mine because he's he knows my beer is good and it's got his name on it well, let me just right. put it this
1: way: It took, as a buyer, it took—I don't know—five years of us owning a business here before I finally committed to putting any of the Firestone stuff on. I wasn't even interested in it because I was like, "Why would I carry any of those brands?" They, they're willing to just put any freaking taco shop's, you know, name on <coughs> the on the beer. How well, good could it be? I,
0: I also think that the consumer helped drive some of their popularity because now, you know, this was this started. Uh, pff- Eighteen years ago, with Pacific Ridge, mm-hmm. Pacific Ridge was a spinoff of it was it was A B, uh, made it to combat against Sierra Nevada, right? It was basically Pacific Ridge was a like house pale ale, right? They made it as close as they possibly can. It's it was like a boutique uh, cologne. If you love Drakkar Noir, you're gonna love Pacific Ridge, kind it's of got thing.
2: bits of Panther in it.
0: Yes, and it works out all the time.
1: Sixty percent of the time, it works every time.
0: <laughs> Uh, but that that was their their main goal. They were just trying to kill craft. Uh, but then, you know, as things change and you get other you know this the, the, the consumer now realizes that if you don't have fermentation tanks out in front of your building, you're not brewing beer there. It's that's it's that simple. Like there's the, the 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 brewery liquor license right where everyone's like oh it's you know it's these brands and no no we 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 brew this and we brew that and the customer's so much more educated now right. To know that these people aren't really brewing beers, um, and like you know, com- successful brands like Pizza Port uh, is a good one. There's a good restaurant group that has good, good beer, and they've got good beer. Yeah, and I think that they just came at a time where they got their name out there, they paid their bills. And I'm, I'm speaking back now back to Firestone, they paid their bills, um, they realized they have t- really talented brewers and a long plan. How you get there? I mean, man, whether whether you save penny every day or you save you know a thousand dollars a month kind of thing they build up your equity you build you net know, worth i mean they're building it up and they took a lot longer and they did it in ways that most conventional brewers wouldn't do but they they were able to stick in the game
1: it's amazing to me because a lot of the times beers that really like reach the next stratosphere or reach terminal velocity are the ones that um, get some sort of critical acclaim first right we had a brewery it was struggling we brewed this beer. It won gold medal at GABF, and we couldn't keep it on the shelf. And we had to expand. And now, you know, we've done this. Firestone didn't really do that. They did it the other way. We just flooded the market without making people think that we flooded the market because the average buyer doesn't know. I wouldn't at say the they, time. Flo- they flooded it though. I well, you they, know what I mean. Yeah, they
0: they were present in the market.
1: Yeah, I, I you know what I'm getting at is that right. we'll just get as much out there as we can. Without any, because well, we'll just sell liquid. And it's, it's We're a liquid shot, it's a, salesman.
0: A shotgun blast yeah. approach. They just want to spray it wherever That's it sticks. It analogy. sticks. Uh, it's fine. It's not. A, it's not a sniper rifle. But at the same time, how many brands do you know that come out with a? I mean, I'll I'll talk about like, uh, probably Alpine is a great example. I mean, granted yeah, they're merged with Green Flash, but Alpine has, by themselves weren't exactly lighting the world on fire. They had great reviews and great beer, but it became availability availability issue. Sure. And then all of a sudden, it's one of those things where, man, they really can't afford because they have dunnage. They've got, uh, you know, raw ingredients that, you know, you talk about a, a most often than not, a 120 day window from when you brew something to when you actually send it out to when you get paid on it. So the, people don't have that kind of equity in cash and they're not liquid enough to absorb that. Right. So you look at these high end brands. So whether you're a, a brand that comes in to the market as a low brand and get, yeah, you know, you might say that you're, you uh you know jack and tony's pale ale and get there at least you're getting some money back versus hey i've got this really high-end product that i may or may not sell and it may or may not work and it's positioned at a point where they don't know if the market that they're in could currently support that so how does a, how do
1: brands like ballast point or stone or lagunitas these guys that reached critical acclaim timing the lagunitas ipa right
0: it's timing i mean I, you know that's I mean, it? Now, I mean, that talk about a great transition. You know, Lagunitas, I mean, they 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 tried. I mean, IPA had been around for quite a while before it became very big. Right. And so they were able to... So,
1: to your point, I mean, to the point, you know, the, Firestone guys, the Firestone guys had been around for a while before they started putting out this kick-ass secondary or right. second-tier stuff. So, obviously, these guys come from money, and they obviously love their brand. I don't want to give the impression that, like, they don't really care. But I just think from my perspective... I would much rather have bided my time with that stuff. Very clearly being my flagship brand, right? Right. I think
0: I think that that Firestone specifically has a has a branding um, issue because, I, as I said before, with Eight Hundred Five, I guarantee you, survey to, in your restaurant right now, who makes Eight Hundred Five? No, people will say Eight Hundred Five Brewing Company. They don't realize that it's Firestone Walker brand. Most people don't. I agree. Uh, you know what?
1: Uh, this restaurant, maybe not. But the, your point is well taken, because I think if we were to go into the pub at a certain hour of the day, then yes, I think you're the right. The guy I, from yesterday? That's probably, yeah. Specifically speaking? Yeah, that's probably that's probably more accurate. In fact, we should... Uh, I talked to Justin from Firestone today, who was on when we did Battle of the Brews a couple of years ago, or a year and a half ago. Um, you know, I talked to him today, because we're having some issues getting 805 in right now as it is. Um, and I asked him, I said, hey, when are you going to... Come on the podcast. Are you just hiding from me because you can't get me my damn beer? Um, but uh, it's a good thing to ask him. I think he might he might know a little bit about that. Um, I mean,
0: but, but it's also I mean it's you know it's it's the beer business, man. I mean, it, you are know, talking to a guy who works for a company that that creates ghost brands because we're afraid of our our main brand. Let's 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 be real for a second. I mean, it's our main flagship doesn't have enough equity, so you have to create another brand to to, to offset too, that. Don't
1: make too many ghost brands. Scooby Doo will figure it out. Pull the mask off. <laughs>
0: I was I had a, m- a bunch of money coming until it was for you pesky kids. <laughs> yeah. You and your friend Kevin Brink. So Adequ- uh, ad- 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 real, real quickly, which one is Scooby and which one's Shaggy out of you two? Kevin, who's Scooby, who's Shaggy?
2: Uh, I believe that goes without saying. Yeah, no, no, I need you to answer the question.
0: No. No. Nah. Answer the damn question.
1: Who's taking down the big stack of sandwiches more likely?
2: That's a good point. God,
0: Ruby Rue. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: well, nice. uh, let's talk about this beer that we're drinking. A little Kevin Brink, Brink's
2: homebrew. It's a homebrew special.
1: And then you had—you were going to make a point about Lagunitas that we obviously need to discuss. But let's talk about this beer first.
0: We're about to review a beer that is unavailable to you. Fuckers.
1: fuckers fuck
0: you.
2: This was fuckers, a, uh, fuckers. a milk stout that I had some success oh, man. with at a homebrew competition being that you judged it.
1: I did judge it. Um, unrelated. T- his success was unrelated to my judging because real brewers with real palates reviewed it
2: better than through, I did. I did go through my Was this? Cheese? I'm sorry.
0: Is this supposed to be microwave baby diarrhea? Different competition. Different
2: competition. Different competition. Okay. Perfect. Thanks for bringing that up. You're welcome. Uh, this was a milk stout that I'd done previously. This time
0: I did it uh, again. You can. I mean, just you know, the. I mean, the lactose in this thing is freaking right in your it face.
1: Smells. It smells like you're standing in front of the coffee, like the barista bar at Starbucks. Yeah,
0: so
2: then I, what I did with this milk style is I put a half a pound of cracked coffee beans.
0: (laughs) I thought you said (laughs) crack. I'm like, what the fuck? Just uh, some half a pound. I
2: aged it on some uh, half a pound of coffee beans and...
0: Anything in particular or just
2: random? It was a uh, uh, what's the one on
0: it? Uh, Flying Bella Rosa. Okay.
1: That's the same one that uh, St. Florian's uses for this. Yeah. It's good coffee.
2: It's good coffee and um... Couple of vanilla beans. Did when you,
0: out of curiosity, did you tell them that this was the purpose of the while you're buying it? Yes. Did they ask for a sample? No, they're idiots, fucking morons. But they're getting a the sample. They could have given given away twenty cents of coffee beans. Right. To they you. gave us
2: a pound. We did ten gallons. They gave us a pound of beans. Because um, I'd gone to a different local roaster when I did a different coffee beer, yeah. and we really went through the like what we wanted out of the coffee and brought them a beer back and. Nice, because um, coffee is kind of fun to play. I think it's kind of fun to play with in different beer styles.
1: The nose, the coffee nose on this is awesome. It's really yeah. It kind of
2: like, plays with that milk. Very subtle. It's,
1: it's that good, roasty coffee smell. It does. It smells like you're standing in a like yeah. right in front of the barista bar at Starbucks, so you can smell some of that, you know, frothed milk. Some of that, like it's. I think some of that might be the vanilla,
2: but it's um the vanilla comes. The through nose is awesome. Yeah, and 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 it's only I. Th- think it's a six percent i think it got to a full six percent but it's not it's much thicker in your mouth just because it's that lactose <laughs> um the big mouth feel um oh if there's anyone
0: that's a pro about big things in their mouth it's me um no it's i mean you the 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 balance on this thing is pretty i mean the aroma is amazing i do like really 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 draws me in um it's probably more. It's more of a, more of a lactose milk stout feel than you get from most, which to me is more intriguing. It's one of those things that's really, really just. I'd love
1: to have this on nitro. I would. Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, on nitro would be amazing. It, I actually, I already. Honestly, if you would have told me that this was a nitro beer, I probably would have just, believed you. Yeah. Just I based up, based upon the, the type, aroma, yeah. the type, the mouth feel, like everything about it, like this this feels so silky, so smooth. Yeah, it just. I,
2: that's one thing if, um, if Jess is listening, I'd love to have a few hundred bucks to spend on my brewing equipment. Cause I think a nitro tap would be pretty fun to have in the garage just for all kinds of different beers.
0: Let's hope he's listening.
2: I think it's an underrated. Oh, you mean
0: your wife? I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, you don't, you don't see it too often. And granted like milk, stout, how many milk stouts are brewed around here?
0: None. Not very many. Um, Left hand is the only one, and they're not—that's as close as oh I can think God. of. Oh <sighs> God! And that one's sex on freaking wheels. Um, no, there's, I mean, there's a feeling You're, you're sure. getting more people that are playing with nitro and playing with the the milk stouts. It's just such a tough. It's a tough thing. People want an IPA, right? I mean, that's people want. They don't want IPAs. They want m- many of them. Yeah. Um, and that's how the you know the layman. It's just it, really, it's it's kind of how people approached steak a while ago, right? They want everyone wanted a T-bone steak. Yeah. Knowing that there's m- far better cuts, smaller cuts. You don't have to get such a big fucking cut. I mean, I was a porterhouse guy forever until I understood that how you could actually prepare a steak easier, cheaper, better, and just enjoy what you have instead of yeah. playing around this fucking bone and gristle and two Porter- different. porterhouses are delicious, though. They're very delicious. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. S- don't sully the porterhouse. Well,
2: that's, that's, I mean, that's why I love the hobby of making beer at home is I can make virtually anything. Whoa. <laughs> A little much. But you know what I mean? Like uh, he didn't say he'd make it well. <laughs> no, no, no. but I, yeah. I mean, like in my homebrew club, I know a lot of guys.
0: <laughs> it tastes a uh, lot like comet. <laughs> I just <kinda> dumped comet in <laughs> yeah, yeah. there.
2: But a lot of guys won't brew IPAs because you can get you can go to the store and right, pick up yeah, a yeah. dozen IPAs, right? I see that to a point. But I, like I brought a, a Scotch ale in too for, to drink. But I like brewing these different kind of
0: off brands that you just don't see a lot
2: of in the stores or.
0: Well, and these you are don't also, see until you know, go into es- the pub. Especially being that you're cutting out every part of the middleman. You're talking about the, you know distribution and store and retail, everything else. <laughs> uh, it's so much better because you can brew true to season. You right. can work in the garage and a few weeks later turn out, it, it, without resting your stuff and, and aging stuff, but you can turn out uh, a beer in, in, in 18 days, right? Yeah. yeah. Give or take a few days? depends on the beer, but yeah. But it's one of those things where you know this is true to form. Now, granted, we've just had a, a run of ninety-degree days. This beer, when it's ninety degrees out, mm, probably not I so haven't enjoyable. Touched, I haven't
2: touched the tap in the last ten days. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But this is no. This is as we're sitting here. I mean that you know we got great temperature in here. This is a great time, and this is this is a great beer. I would love it with a meal, but I tell you, by itself, it stands pretty That's tried good and good. true. I think it would only make it better.
1: How good is this with a cigar? Oh, uh, man.
0: It's good with a cigar. I can definitely attest to that. It's not as good
2: as the, a big Russian stout, but it's definitely up there. That Russian
0: stout's fucking
2: legit. rocking, dude.
0: But this is, I tell you, man, this it's is the second wind, time you've, you've totally impressed me with, with the beer. We'll, we'll go through the quick AT- aatmf. I mean, the appearance. I mean, this is so dark and chocolatey. Um, the 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 head on this thing is, uh, is which, by the way, the other day I had a, for once I had like a brownish uh Head on like a on a nut brown ale. It was unbelievable. Like it was truly like an really? almond almond wow. really weird. You I'm don't like see that you don't often. see very often. I, and I even called out. I'm like you don't see this very often. I go, can you pour a second one just to make sure like that I didn't get like. Some Dirty glass. R- your pull well, finger yeah. or something. Whatever. Well, no, no, yeah. no. You think about like having maybe like uh, some residual in the in the keg and maybe a pulled from a r- bad spot, you know, whatever. But it was it was truly like a, a tannish brown. Um, but this is this is also has a very, very coffee. esque. looks
1: like the creme on top of an espresso. Yeah. It's oh, not, very much. It's so. not super dark brown, but it's got a lot of that same.
0: Right. Really mocha. Really good mocha color out of it. I mean, like, we've talked about the aroma, you know, the the lactose in this is just has that sweetened bitterness. Um, you know, a little bit like condensed milk, but not in a offensive way at all. It just is really, really, really solid.
1: As this thing has warmed up a little bit, the smell in my mind has become more of that and less of that roasty coffee that I got right from the jump. So like this, in yeah, my I, mind, the nose has changed. This could be because I've taken quite a few sips now also, but, um, gulps, did I say sips? Like yes, yeah. glasses,
0: uh, sips, pints, whatever, yeah. whatever. Uh, whatever. But whatever.
1: But I definitely think that uh, as this has warmed up a little bit, the smell has changed. It's not really like super rosy. I think it's it's way more balanced now than it was when I first took some yeah some sniffs. Uh, it's
2: the coffee is one thing that's faded because this this beer has been in the keg for
0: a month. Oh man, this is a month. I mean, this has rested a month. Yeah. Man, well, I it? mean,
2: I've been drinking on it for a month. Well, of course. Um, the coffee's still faded, but it's still. Very, very present. Uh,
1: you could have not said that, and I would not have even thought. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess this is probably faded. Like the coffee.
0: It was almost. The yeah, it was almost. I, just, yeah.
2: It was almost all coffee at the beginning,
0: which I think would have been interesting to try. I mean, I'd, I'd love to. You know, I, I mean, financially speaking, it probably doesn't make sense, but I'd love to have you make this beer and try it like a fresh versus resting it for like sixty days and just see the difference. The how how yeah, how much? Fairly, I
2: mean, like I said, this is getting towards the end of the keg, but
0: uh, it's it's it's. Freshish, Right, though, this is, it's, it's awesome. Um, again, the mouthfeel, because of the lactose, it's so creamy, so smooth, it's um, you know, milkshake-like in a good way, like, not thick. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but it's just <coughs> super smooth. I mean, what you said, it came up, comes in at six? It's, like, right at six. It might be, it's, it's, it could be a tenth of a point shy, or right. it's right around six. And man, the finish, I've, I've been sitting here trying to pinpoint it it just sits in the back of my taste buds and just it's a little bitter that's that lactose kind of sticks and a little bit smooth it's just one of those things where it's not an offensive flavor whatsoever it's just really 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 nice it's actually really really calming and settling like to sit there and like you know it's it's unlike a a sour where you know the, the sourness drives you back to take another sip and enjoy it again you're content with this sitting in the back of your palate right as you enjoy it. Good nipper. It's uh, another win there, sir. Thank I'm you. Impressed. What does my kid's birthday party have to do with this? Oh, wow. Anyway. Solid. So, Solid. on that note. Yeah, I think the... Uh,
1: tora, Tora, Tora. Um, well, let's talk about this major news. Major news. You yeah, Dutch I mean, it's um, this
0: is this is going to be old news by the time this airs. But, uh, you know, is it It was announced today, this morning, uh, Lagunitas Brewing Company uh, released the other 50% of its shares to Heineken uh, Brewing. Uh, so we're talking about Heineken and we're talking about Dos Equis. You're talking about all that, which are separate arteries of that company. But the parent company is Heineken USA. Um, you know, they are a they are the number two brand in the world. Heineken. It but then right. they put that into perspective.
1: Is Doogie Howser going to do Lagunitas commercials
2: now? Probably. Uh, now you know, it's, it's... That'd be a win.
1: Uh, only if he does magic tricks. And blows a guy.
2: There you go. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why it immediately devolved into that. Dookie? Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, that doesn't seem like That doesn't seem like a good diagnosis.
0: <laughs> I guess there's only one way to fix this. Oh. <laughs> oh, <God>. Uh... <laughs> the uh yeah yeah the, the, the news I mean it's 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 still kind of taking uh taking hold of everybody and everyone you know the last time let me just speak in, in direct forum is you know being that I was a the, the manager for the distributor that covered Loganius in their home turf okay so in when the first news of their share with Heineken about a year right it was it was yeah very much close to a year as I want to say it was April 2015. Um, it was bedlam. People were pulling mm-hmm. hands left and right. Complete Everyone, bedlam. I mean, people were just like, "Well, fuck it." Then, if you guys are going to brew your beer in Holland and f- ship it over, so you're fucking stupid. crazy, right? Everyone has these preconceived notions, and that went away pretty quickly, mainly because Saint Archer sold thereafter, Alpine sold thereafter, Ballast Point sold thereafter. I mean, there was and also
1: the-, the assholes that were doing that were the people that owned the restaurants, and the people that were coming in and drinking in the restaurants wanted that freaking beer anyway. <laughs>
2: so, right. do you think there's going to be another? similar
0: yes i think it's going to be bigger i think the best thing today out of this whole thing sierra nevada totally trolled them on instagram did they yes took a snapshot of their six-pack holder on the top of it says family owned and operated and they're like just so we're clear we're still family owned and operated well and they didn't like they didn't say like at lagunitas it was just do you know why that's fair it's totally fair because every time
2: lagunitas has publicly talked over the last 10 years about beer and, and granted, he they, 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 they didn't sell out uh, in they, my bought, opinion. they bought in is what he says exactly he the way he couched it and and I understand I understand why they did it it makes total sense but well, the, the, you, the tell craft me, beer you tell me community, why it makes sense because, well I, I read what he wrote he, he was talking about sending his guys out to Europe to get a handle in a pub in London the work permit issue was a nightmare
0: and now he can handle that through Heineken just so you know he already had people out there. He had people out there. This is four what he wrote. I, I, he had uh, fuck. What's the kid's name? Fletcher. Was this w- his London? His London guy. Right,
1: but what he's saying is that what Kevin's getting yeah, is it w- that like to grow mov- the business moving forward. That process beca- like the ability, your ability to grow the business at a, at a faster rate is now
0: easier. There's no way that yeah, getting a tap handle in a pub in. Any other country is go- is what's going to drive this monster. There's no way. Or this maybe, is, you this know, is, the other
2: thing he hinted at was opening a brewery well, out there. It's
0: opening breweries. It's getting into markets that have not had this type of beer before. Yeah. Okay. So, like, keep in mind, like, South Africa only has seven brands that are allowed within its state lines. Heineken's probably one. Uh, no, Guinness. Guinness. Well, Heineken's one. Guinness is another one. Guinness, basically Heineken, Guinness own the. But right its to that. world domination is. And this goes back to the when they when the Heineken originally brought in when they, when Lagenius and Heineken merged, right? So mm-hmm. talk about like a um, just for us people stateside and our two listeners that are. Over One of them is here. Yeah, <laughs> um, the uh, the 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 way to get into Mexico, I mean, as, as close as Mexico is, it's 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 literally worlds apart. The way to get in is you have to have a. a a world partner in a world par- there's only two world partners outside of the United States. Um, you know Heineken is one of those world partners. Um, and that gets them into Mexico and con- you know consequently they have a you know brewery opening up in Azusa which just opened. Yeah. Mind you. Like within a couple of weeks. Right. Um they uh this is a big thing. This is that this is how you get this is how you get global business done and I understand people on a um, and, this, and this is, you know, people. Let me ask you this. People get crazy about Coors, right? Not knowing that Coors is apparently owned by. Before the AB purchase happened, which keep in mind, Coors, Coors Brewing is owned by ABI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, um, it was owned by Molson Coors, which is a Canadian company. So our, our red, white, and blue Coors right. Light is owned by a Canadian company, which is owned as a parent company. Of a, of a South African company, on right. top of that, So people get their their the fucking lines are drawn or well, crazy.
1: I think one of the things that you know we're I don't want to get like incredibly political here either, but like this idea of well, you got to keep the jobs in America, you got to be an American company, you got to be this. Well, listen, it's becoming increasingly expensive to operate in this country. Right. So in order to generate the revenue to do that. You, there are certain steps. Well, that you but have here's to take. the thing:
0: this is something this is unprecedented because for once you have a, a a company in the United States that wants to keep its labor force here and continue to grow throughout the United States yes. or throughout the country rather, a country rather world. Uh, it, 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 that usually does not happen. Usually, you right. can outsource everything, make it cheaper, right. and then and then your 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 goals are met very easily.
1: Which actually leads into my next question: what? So one of the things that we hear all the time, Kevin's talked about this on the show. You've talked about this before. You go into like the and you know one of the Budweiser or Coors breweries, right? And uh, people will say, brewers will say, you guys have said that one of the greatest accomplishments is that those guys make a consistent product in mm-hmm. eight different breweries or twelve different breweries around the right. country. How do you do that? How if you're Lagunitas, where some of your your biggest offshoot brands that you've made, Brown Sugar, Lagunitas Sucks, that kind of stuff, are mistakes? That you've then turned into recipes. Right. How does that stay consistent? And well, at the end of the day, they've kind of proven that model. That shit doesn't Chicago matter to me because, already. well, yeah, but that shit doesn't matter to me because, you know, here in Sonoma County, we because get it, yeah. I get the one from the brewery where they probably made the mistake, but like, how does that, you know, I, I want, I'm interested to see how that type of model, they've had success with it. They've clearly shown, but like that's going to have its limit at some point, or does, you know, Belgium not get brown sugar. Right, like, what is
0: the? Well, I think that they they probably would only continue to do their flagship brands overseas until they got something in the soil, and in having something there, and then you have someone with the the biggest the biggest thing to me that, and I spoke to three people today from Lagunitas. Um Let's just call one of them Nolan Ryan. Um, Nolan Ryan told me today, the biggest thing that's not changing is the culture. And that's, um, I mean, <laughs> just
1: smoking doobies and not doing anything by a deadline. <laughs>
0: but you know their their thing is, hey, look if if the if the drug testing thing is an issue, then we won't push it. If the uh, if your um, you know your apparel and your clothes you wear every day, your 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 fucking work clothes are an issue, then we're not going to push it. If if your Christmas party is the issue, we're not going to push it. And you know, they want to be. And this is today, obviously, so it's easier to say these kind of things. Who knows how it happens five years from now, but I really feel like Heineken, who's kind of dining on the vine as it is, their brands aren't thriving right? internationally. They're not, especially in the United States. So if they can make up some of their loss with a powerhouse brand like this and just continue to own it and then help distribute it and make it a little bit better, not by the beer quality, make it better overall, make the process better, um, they are the brand to partner with.
1: Well, th- and that's the thing that... I, that's where I think people get hung up, whether they realize it or not. Uh, they're trying to make the brand better, and people are concerned about whether or not that's going to keep Effect the, the beer, beer better. The right. same
0: people that are, are I, uh, arguing this are the same people who call Domino's Pizza, pizza.
1: Right. No, Ben, I understand what you're <laughs> getting at, but what I'm, what I'm saying is that what you just said, is, which is is all true, leads to a very valid question, which is making the brand better, does that make the beer better? And what I would say is... For us, it doesn't matter. Right. We've said this on the show, too. Um, You, what we know to be, like, the perfect Lagunitas IPA, um, their hope is that they brew that same beer in, you know, in Belfast. Right. But But, I don't give a fuck. Well, yeah, yeah, there's that. I I don't care. But then does Belfast know what is a good enough Lagunitas IPA awesome for Belfast?
0: here's the thing. You're talking about now, okay, so let's just say, Belfast doesn't have a brewery, right? So where they're going to open up—I mean, their writing's been on the wall. They're opening up East Coast facilities. Right. That's going to happen. They, I mean, they've selected—so I mean, now you've got a tap house, a tap room up in Washington. You've now got Azusa. You've got Petaluma, obviously. Uh, well, look you, what Asheville has turned into for yeah, everybody, right? Well, then you've got Chicago. So now Chicago could feed, in theory, could feed—you could get a truck over to New York— the same day, or within a business day, yeah, right. No, no. Onto a carrier, onto a container, and get that over there with probably within fourteen ish days, right? Well, that's pretty fresh IPA. So, are you you think that
1: they're not even they're not even planning on opening breweries overseas, or you think they are? Oh no, I think that's that's, I, in, that's well in the plans. You know, the
0: I'm talking about today though. As you tease those markets the, with your liquid, you're able to get a, a good supply. But I I don't. Why would they not? have a brewery and over And you there. know the other unprecedented
2: thing about this that I think is it's actually pretty fascinating as far as craft beer is Europe is now looking to the United States for innovation it's, in it's beer. Yeah, first time. It's, it's never happened. Right.
0: That they'll admit to. Um, They're
2: looking at the United... I mean, remember Stone, Stone opened in Berlin, what? Two years ago?
0: Right. And that was like and the first time. And that wall came time. down, Mr. Gorbachev.
2: Yeah. And it's... it's that That's a fascinating thing as far as...
0: What I'd love to see, the thing is, that's the part is that you don't hear about the stone numbers over there—they don't brag on those. And if if you were a successful brewery, you would be like, "Hey, by the way, we're doing great here." And look at our numbers in Berlin—that's the part that worries me. But here's here's the part that you think do you think
2: this would happen if they were struggling?
0: No, no, not at all. I think that they're yeah. definitely looking at it and go, "Man, thanks for testing the waters. We're yeah. we're into and sea balls. Just, the great, sea balls coming the gate, from the shallow. The, way. The gate, yeah, that's a great question. The Come gates on. are opening. But I'd love to see what what the business is. Um yeah, the 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 part though is that where the you know the Europe is finally for once looking to the U.S. and it's becoming uh, a, a, a more um, a pasteurized, uh, yeah. you know, unity of the between the two. Like everyone understands kind of what we're looking for, what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I just I feel like there's so many good things that are going to come of this, and I feel like the people that are going to hate. On Lagunitas are are people that just don't understand the the bigger business of this.
2: Well, some of the people that are going to hate on Lagunitas had their beer called Microwave Baby Diarrhea.
1: <laughs> I would love, I would love people, to know. But also,
0: people understand that there's still dry counties in the fucking United States. Well, that's, exactly. Okay, so that actually that's leads to my right.
1: question. I would love to know, like how, like comparatively speaking, how easy or how how much easier, how much more difficult it is to operate a like a beer business in Europe, right? Like, do you have Dry counties and state-run breweries and state-run liquor I am stores. Sh- I am
0: with, I have no experience, but I am fucking pretty certain that there's no way there's the same headaches that involves And even in California. I'm sure their, their credit code consists of a handshake. There's a way, there's so many simpler ways. I guarantee it's not as hard as it makes it seem.
1: I don't know. I mean, you know, you the fact that it's the EU, right? Well, it's didn't London, Union,
0: like the bars in London, they were all sponsored by breweries? If I don't you know. You couldn't yeah. get a beer. Well, that's, that's... I don't that's, know. That's, that speaks more to the, uh, like, a Federal Trade Commission thing, whereas, like, an ABC thing that you're able to influence the buyer. that Those laws and stuff exist don't exist over there, where you're allowed to purchase bars. You're allowed to yeah. pay for placement. You're allowed to do a lot of things. Pay for play.
1: Right. Yeah. I just... I'm curious, you know, where... Like, we have, like, dry counties and, like, blue laws and sort of, like, decency laws and stuff yeah, that kind right. of regulate this like, Yeah, you know you have an enormous muslim population there right and extremists and i don't mean extremists like in the terrorist sense but like i guess i should say like orthodox
0: right right that's probably yeah much better you know
1: or like you know um very like fundamental muslims like there's there are a lot more of those factions of religion over there than there are here um so i'm sure that there are those and they're they're all multi-party systems Right, as opposed to just you know,
0: I will bipartisan say this. system.
1: So I'm very interested to know. I'm sure the headaches. God, I'm I, sure the headaches are different.
0: I guarantee. I want to get
1: get Pat Mason here. Pat Mason will probably know some stuff. Fuck, about man.
0: I, I'm thinking I know a fucking pub owner over there. Somehow, like I know.
1: Not yet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs>
2: Breaking news alert.
0: Yeah, publican. Yeah, in Great Britain. <laughs> Uh, no, but there, I, I feel like I fucking, I'm, I'm going to try my best to find, I think I, I feel like I have a lead on somebody over there that would be a great interview if I could ever get my fucking iRig thing to work. Um, but that being said, I feel like over there, um, there's not soccer moms coming into stores and asking to pull product off shelves like there is here in the Western United States.
1: I don't know about that. I don't know about that. That's, that it's, uh. We just don't hear about it. Those fundamentalists
0: exist on every
1: level, everywhere. I think
0: alcohol is so much more accepted over there. Right, but it doesn't mean that... And and granted, less problems because it's more socially acceptable. It's not a forbidden taboo. But you're
1: you're talking about that you had a continental union, a a continental unification of countries, and you had a poorly conceived, uh, basically, secession... By one country because they felt that their the best interests of their country were being put in the backseat of the rest of like the whole group. Of, I mean, I'm right. giving you a very simple explanation for this. Are We talking yes. about Brexit? You know, you're talking about Brexit, right? So if you have a group of people that feel so strongly about their nationalistic needs, their nationalistic desires, you're telling me that there aren't are going to be a, se- a big segment of, or a big population of people that are going to turn around and see American beers show up on the shelves and be like and want to. I, I think difference. they're going
0: to see the American beer showing up versus uh, having just an issue with alcohol in general. I was speaking to more of the alcohol coalition versus having a, this, w- what the fuck, man, there's American beer showing up on our shelves. This is bullshit. Right. Well, but, but all that, at the same time, I really feel, I
2: really feel. I've read a lot about, like, Germany, for example, the, the, the bone from American beers out there is because of Reinheitsgebot Yes. They're finally getting other beer instead of just the same old dry pilsner. And
0: it's... Th- th- Tread lightly, my friend. Tread lightly. Well, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs>
2: they're getting these beers that, you know...
0: Different styles of beers. That they've beer never shows. seen. Right.
2: And that does, you know, that we're, you know, they're at what we were with Lagunitas in 96. Um, I just, I that's think... so erotic I think right you're.
1: Now. I just, I, I wonder, I don't think you are. I have no idea. I've never been to Europe. I wonder if you're... I've been. Right. Um, I wonder if you're oversimplifying what... Hurdles there are in terms of the society. Oh, I'm sure we're talking about. We don't know
2: anything about what we're talking about right now. That's,
1: as it has been through most of the. That's every episode. We yeah. don't know what the <laughs> fuck we're talking about. I just about. think in terms of the societal hurdles that you're talking about. There are hey, there's a front door. Yeah, it's Chris iPad. Crank. I mean, he's all right.
2: No, no, no. I'm sure there's a lot of that, but, but it, the 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 liquid itself is just so different than anything
0: they've really had out there. Right. Um, I oh, I'm hoping to get some time FaceTime with someone from Lagunitas on our show. Uh, I've asked a few folks. I haven't heard back yet. I'd love to get a follow up to, to to answer these questions. Like, I'm not I'm not so angry that they did this. I'm more curious about what what the future holds. I think and, the and writing what, was on the wall when this happened a year ago. You know, it's like, funny, and you you mentioned this to me before we started. I didn't see this coming at all. I <clears> didn't see I've, it
1: coming either. But I sure don't blame a man. I can tell you, and I've said this on the show. As a business owner, my hope is that somebody much bigger than me, a much bigger fish, comes says, in and takes the bait and yeah. says here's, I want to be Panera Bread, a company that runs a couple of restaurants, comes in and says, here's $7.4 billion right. for your company, yeah. right? I don't want to grow to the point where that I'm worth 7400000000 billion. I'm tired and fat, and I just, I'm exhausted. But the idea is that, you know, you run your business a certain way, and then you sell it to somebody bigger and
0: yeah. wash your hands, right? That, that's, the, that's the borderline American dream, yeah. Or, the, what or, it the, is, or the Dutch Dream, perhaps. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Deutsch Dream. Oh. Take it easy, Deutsch bag. Well, here's to you, Laganitas. Well, yeah, I, I, for me, for one, I'm not, I'm uh, not appalled by this move. I think, um, you know, I, I will, I will in, in leave this in part. Um, there was a town hall meeting last night with his employees. Um, my same correspondent, Nolan Ryan. Mentioned that uh, a couple of the guys who had been there, you know, there's there's been a lot of generation gaps with Vlogginis, right? They started off with ten guys, and they start off with then thirty guys, and then as soon as they broke the hundred mark, you know, the the the, the first centennial guys kind of hung together, and they were the old schoolers, and then the next group hung together, and then now they're they're into five hundred ish people, and every group has their own kind of leader, so the the original guys kind of you know questioned. Tony's motives and moves and he says man you know you've been with me for 23 years do you trust me and he's like man I I trust you with my kids I trust you with my life he goes then why don't you trust me now why don't you trust me now this is going to be good in the long run trust me this is good for everybody they have also have a complete protection clause on everyone employment wise so the idea of everyone coming in and cutting jobs is not going to happen but they are protected He's looking out for their best interests. As much as people want to hate on it, this is probably one of the smartest moves an American brewer can make. Who's?
1: Ha- I mean, you brought well, it up, already. Who's hating on it? No, the craft. The, the average like
2: schmuck at the bar. No, it's the YouTubers that do craft reviews. It's that's us, you motherfucker. No, 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 no. It's there's a lot. There's the you talk to homebrewers when 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 uh, the takeover when Butt or what AB and Bev bought uh, the homebrew supply shop. Right. I mean, it's just there's a. There's a negative connotation in the craft, the craft beer. Right. They haven't called Lagunitas craft beer since they got taken. The 50 percent went away.
1: But they haven't done that with Sierra Nevada or Ballast Point. No,
2: because they, it, it, uh, the, like one of the
0: definitions from the CBC they, now. You no, know, I think what you're talking about is, is micro beer to craft beer. The definition of it, your barrelage is what defines you as a microbeer versus a craft No, it's beer.
2: ownage now. There
0: was a big lawsuit with uh, Walmart who did a private label brand out in North Carolina, um, and they sued Walmart, and they actually lost because it was perceived as a craft brand. It's very, very much the Blue Moon the Blue Moon uh, lawsuit right. where they don't consume a craft because it's being brewed at such a big high rate and high volume and all those things. We can talk about this on another episode. We've yeah, got to no, wrap this, this thing is, up. Right. we got to get out of the freaking banquet room because there's a banquet coming in there looking outside I own the fucking building man yeah but they're still paying customers so let's get the fuck out of here It's a good point I appreciate everyone listening very much thank you very much episode 46 part 2 sports meets beer podcast we think that's yeah that's a question not a statement uh, if you get a chance check us out on all of our social media aspects that would be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, SportsMeetBeer at gmail.com check us out sports meets beer podcast tell your friends Tell your mama, tell your daddy, make it happen.